podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, a brand new bite-sized show going out every weekday of the football season. Each episode will give you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each. I'm Mark Smith alongside Martin Gritton. These are your football headlines for Thursday the 11th of August. Real Madrid have won the European Super Cup after beating Frankfurt 2-0 in Helsinki with goals from David Alaba and Karim Benzema. It's the fifth time Madrid have lifted the trophy. As for Benzema, he becomes Madrid's second highest scorer in their history behind only Cristiano Ronaldo and his favourite to win this year's Ballon d'Or. Brentford have signed Danish international midfielder Mikael Damsgaard from Sampdoria in a deal worth around €15 million. The 22-year-old, who scored a free kick against England in last year's Euro semi-final, has signed a five-year deal. Brentford boss Thomas Frank said, Mikel is, in my opinion, another classic Brentford signing. He is a young player with big potential to develop further. And finally, the Qatar World Cup this winter is set to begin a day earlier than planned in a change of schedule to allow the host nation to participate in the opening game with the tournament. Qatar will now kick off on Sunday the 20th of November against Ecuador, a day earlier than originally planned. Those are your headlines. Right, morning Martin. Uh, I don't know if you saw the European Super Cup final last night. Uh, Sort of traditionally a European curtain raiser to the season. I think it's a friendly still, but uh, Madrid talk about it being a real trophy. Do you, how do you see it? Charity Shield vibes, very much. Yeah, very Charity much Shield. A, a ceremonial match, but at the same time, always nice when you get the... I, mean, I like it when they do the super club one, so it's like, you know, the inter... Um, not just that one, the one where they play the team from South America and it always yeah, the club World Cup sort of nonsensory coming out. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, what do you say? It about sounds that? like it sounds know. like you find it hard to to get enthusiastic for this, Martin. So let let me try and help you out because you know what? There's been a lot of talk all summer because they're neighbors. They're not their neighbors uh, geographically, but in terms of uh, Spanish royalty and football, their neighbors Barcelona have been just the soap opera that just keeps on giving us so many storylines. People have stopped talking about Madrid, but actually they're still the team to beat, no matter who Barcelona have signed. They're still. Currently, the, the Spanish champions, they are also European champions. Now, most importantly, European Super Cup champions. That's the big one, the one they really wanted. And I'm looking at their side, and I think that they are just strengthening every season. Their midfield now, you know, we know about Kroos and Modric, but now they've got Kamavinga coming through. They've got Schumann coming through. They've got these incredible, just the next generation are clearly there for us to see. And they are still the team to beat for me. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I just thinking of Benzema there when you were talking. I remember yeah. when I was, I was living up in Manchester and got to watch him play against the the great Man United type team of maybe this would have been around two thousand and eight nine something like that. Well, a great side in Europe certainly. And then Benzema was just making his 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 mark on. Um, and I think he was still playing for a French side at the time. But just at Leon, how far yeah. he's come, thinking that long ago. Yeah, that was at Leon. Just thinking how far. Like and how long he's played, and he just seems to be getting better and better. Um, he's lucky, you know, he's he's been blessed with having great players around him at, at Real, but the ones that he's seen come and go, and his ability to, um, you know, players in that position that get better with age up front, and they just almost like they see the game in slow motion, don't they? And he's yeah, just got yeah, a calmness yeah. about. A, a if if, if it feels like he's only really getting the he's only really getting the accolades the last couple of years, which is maybe a bit unfair. Anyway, yeah. let's move on because we talked there in the headlines about Brentford's new midfielder, Mikhail Damsgaard. Here is comedian and huge Brentford supporter Nathan Caton to tell us about his signing and Brentford's transfer policy this window in general. So, uh, Mikhail Damsgaard. Um, really, really happy, buzzing, excuse the pun, about uh, that, that signing for the bees. 
Um, I, I don't know. I think I would probably even go as far as saying he could be the signing of the season. Right? Um, going for fifteen mil, which you know in today's market is absolute peanuts. Um, yeah, absolute steal of a deal. Um, where I think he fits in, uh, I think he could be that uh, that Christian Eriksen replacement. I mean, he's done it once already for the Danish national side. Uh, the Euros uh, after uh, Eriksen's cardiac arrest, Damsgaard was the uh, the creator spark. If you remember, he scored that goal against England, that that stunning free kick in the US semi final. And I think just how he replaced Eriksen in the Danish national side, he could replace Eriksen uh, for at Brentford. Um, Eriksen was instrumental last season. His creative spark and his link up with uh, Ty- Ivan Tony was kind of a it was a huge factor behind us surviving fairly comfortably. And I feel like Damsgaard could be that guy. Um, for me, he's an automatic starter once he's fit and firing. And yeah, very exciting. Um, elsewhere, I think the Bees have done great in the market. We've signed Aaron Hickey, a young fullback. Um, we've got um, a young guy, Lewis Potter from Hull, um, who he's a young, exciting talent that Brentford works so well with. Um, so yeah, very happy with, with the Brentford uh, transfers this summer. That was Nathan Caton there, comedian, Brentford fan. Good stuff. Finally, Martin, the Qatar World Cup. Um, I mean, I don't know where to start with this. It, they're bringing it forward a day, so now Qatar can participate in the opening game of the tournament, which is traditional. Normally, it's either a previous winner or the uh, the host that starts the tournament. They brought it forward a day. We're only 100 days out from the tournament starting. This feels like a very <laughs> last-minute decision. The whole thing, to me, is just a disaster. It shouldn't be happening. If I was England's boss or whoever makes the decisions, I wouldn't even be sending us there for various reasons. Uh, is this just another example of of it maybe not being a great idea? Yeah, listen, listen, before any of these things, before whatever it is, the London 2012 Olympics, before that, people were saying how awful it was going to be. Oh, listen, the World Cups always pull it around because the football, uh, the drama... The people involved, you know, on the pitch make it incredibly exciting. This year, it's just an added nonsense again. <laughs> it's like, the so are you happy then, Martin, to overlook of the world? Cup? Can you overlook all the, no, no, no. the moral issues as long as the football's good? I'm saying it's that I'm all people talk about the moral issues, and we know that we know the moral issues are horrendous yeah. and they we, they shouldn't be happening, but it's happening. So, um, I would like to see how it's going to play out in a kind of looking between my fingers and just kind of uh, worried. Yeah. I mean, we criticise, but we'll watch every single second of it, won't we? Every single minute. And the and the Premier League and seeing how um, it affects that because so many teams are going to, you know, the less internationals you have, you're going to have a nice jolly up over Christmas, you're going to come back refreshed, you're going to look at teams that are top of the league absolutely obliterated and exhausted. So it yeah, could yeah. have a real impact on that, which will be interesting. So, um, listen, it's going to be what it is and we're just going to have to enjoy it. But yeah, bringing it forward a day, I, I mean, like, normally you go out with a positive PR message 100 days out, something to hook it on rather than uh, just how, how massively corrupt you are and how you can basically change the rules for whatever you want. But yeah. Um, wow, corrupt. More. The words of Martin Gritton, not necessarily a reflection of the Whistleblowers Daily Podcast, uh, but on that bombshell, let's leave it there. Till tomorrow. Cheers, Martin. See you later. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.